You're listening to a Centro Church podcast. Hi, everyone. Good to see you here this evening. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Dina. I'm one of the youth pastors here at Centro Church. Um, and before I keep talking, I just like to say thank you, Pastor Tim. Thank you, Pastor Catherine, for allowing me to share with our church family tonight. Um, it's an honor. And if you didn't see already, I'm talking about the movie Frozen tonight. So. What you watched was a recap, so if you didn't get all that, obviously, because everything was a bit here and there, no worries, you're stuck with me for the next half hour. So, the foundational scripture for our Disney series was Philippians 4, verses 8 to 9. And tonight, I'll be sharing on how fixing your thoughts on what is true, um, you know, what is honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, ultimately, Jesus, fixing your eyes on Him, will bring peace to and encourage healthy relationships. Um, Because what struck me the most obvious from the movie Frozen was that we as humans, we can't thrive isolated from relationships. Um, Because, you know, Jesus prioritizes relationships as like the most important thing. In Matthew 22, and it'll be up on the screen, someone asked him, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replies, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, because this is the great and foremost commandment. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. So his answer is founded on relationships. A, your relationship with God, and B, your relationship with people. And thus the title of my message tonight, as is the symbolic outcome of the movie, is love. Um, And the movie and my points tonight can be summed up in Colossians 3, verse 12 to 5. Um, But for now, let's have a look at the screen for clip number two. to this. So you've obviously seen Elsa. She's the, the chick with the white hair. She's, she's different because she's got powers. Um, and in the scenes prior to this, Elsa's been told to control herself because while there's beauty in what she has, there can also be great danger. Thus, she's grown up her life in isolation in order to protect people. My first point to healthy and peaceful relationships is to number one, live your true identity in Christ. In this clip, we saw Anna, 
You know, she's so eager to meet everybody. She's such a free, um, friendly spirit. And I guess that's, she, she shows that raw human condition of the need for connection, right? After being alone for all those years. And, but then there's Elsa, who's so controlling and concealing of who she is that she's actually left um, fearful, lonesome, and she ultimately hurts the ones she loves the most. Colossians 3 verse 12 says this, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves. Just like Elsa is unique, so are you. And being your authentic self, how God created you to be, chosen, holy, dearly loved, can make all the difference in healthy and peaceful relationships. And yet often we can be thrown down by insecurity, comparison, failure, and so we never put ourselves out there. We prefer to stay in our comfort zone. You know, we, we never step into all God has called us to be, not just by yourself, but as part of the body of Christ. Now, for example, and so if someone asked me what's the most embarrassing story, I usually would say, oh, I don't have one, but this for certain is my most embarrassing. So please try not to laugh. Um, context. I actually really get nervous speaking. Like, I'm actually a really shy person. This is a product of lots of practice, so you're welcome. Um, so what, So some of you actually might have been there when this happened. So we were filming here for the church for the, like, resources for new Christians, you know, and they'd inter- interview people and you'd, you'd answer questions. Anyway, I got dragged into that. I don't know why. Um, and they asked us this, what is faith? Now, faith is the confidence in things we hope for, the assurance of things we can't see, like God. It's a good answer, right? That's not what I said. I said, now, faith is the confidence in things we hope for, the assurance in things that don't exist, like God. (laughs) Like, that's basically swearing, isn't it? Like, kick her out of the church. I don't know. I don't believe that, obviously. God, God is real. But that is probably my most embarrassing story. And I didn't mean it. Like, when, I, when I'm put on the spot, I kind of just mumble. and tense. I don't think about what I'm saying. But you'd think people would tell me. There's literally so many people watching me as I'm saying this. And they didn't tell me until after when they were editing the video. Anyway, very embarrassing. But at that point, I just could have stopped talking altogether, right? That could have just been the end point of my speaking career. And yet somehow, whilst I'm not naturally gifted in speaking, especially on the spot, it's a part of who I am. It's a part of what I'm called for as a child of God. And you know what? I wouldn't have the opportunity to share with you right now, to be standing here. Had I turned around, had I gone into my comfort zone and said, nah, that's not what I'm doing anymore. Like, that's a failure, not doing that. But more specifically, you know, I wouldn't be able to speak out and form relationships with the teenagers that I encounter serving our youth ministry. Live your true identity in Christ. Love who you are, Centro Church. Be who you're called to be in the body of Christ. And the other half of verse 12 is this. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Because on top of living authentically, clothe yourself with these virtues, which obviously makes relationships much easier. Now onto the next point. Turn your eyes to the screen for clip number three. Goodbye. Elsa, no, I'm just trying to protect you. You don't have to protect me. I'm not afraid. Please don't shut me out again. Please don't slam the door. You don't have to keep your distance anymore. It's for the first time. 
one true devotion to God. So I'll just explain that clip. At this point in the movie, Elsa has left Arendelle to be by herself away from restraints. Um, And she sings that very well-known song, Let It Go, which shows her release. Um, So I was originally going to play Let It Go for this clip, but because I'm very considerate, especially of those of you who brought your kids here tonight, I didn't so you wouldn't get that song stuck in your head for the rest of the week. So you're welcome. Um, But you might think the song is great, hearing it at first, right? Um, Especially in this day and age, you know, Elsa's thinking, um, and people have this mindset of be true to yourself, you know, you do you, don't care about what the world thinks. And this might sound like a contradiction to what I was explaining beforehand, but here's where Elsa gets it wrong in the song and the clip we just watched. Um, So here's what she sings. She sings, no right, and I'm not singing, by the way, so despite what people have asked me, sorry. (laughs) She says, no right, no wrong, no rules for me, I'm free. Or I don't care what they're going to say, let the storm rage on, the cold never bothered me anyway. Um, And this one just makes me laugh. Yes, I'm alone, but I'm alone and free. Incorrect. Um, because what else is living in is false freedom. A, she's doing her own thing, and this can easily oppose what God has created you for. Um, Proverbs 14:12 says, "There's a way that seems right to a person, but its end is the way of death." Um, and B, Elsa learns to love herself while shutting, whilst um, thinking she needs to shut other people out. Romans 12, 9, love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love. So again, my second point is have a one to healthy um, and peaceful relationships is to have a one true devotion to God. Colossians 3, verse 13 says, make allowance for each other's faults, forgive anyone who offends you, remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Now, healthy relationships, they're forgiving. And to devote yourself to God is to devote yourself to forgiveness. And Anna, she's the perfect example um, of forgiveness. You know, Elsa, she's the one who hurt Anna. Elsa, she's the one who left Anna alone all those years. And yet, and yet, Anna is the one who recognizes that Elsa needs her. 
So she forgives. She releases her from the blame. And you know what? Sometimes that's hard, which is why the second part um, of that sentence is remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And to truly understand this is to truly understand the love God has for you. So let me elaborate on that. Interpret it another way. This scene, you guys are Elsa. And Anna represents Jesus um, in how all he wants is a relationship with you. What's best for you? He knows that you're living your life in false freedom, sinning, denying him, whatever it is, but instead chooses to pursue you just as Anna does with Elsa. Jesus forgives you. And love, love makes it so much easier to forgive. Um, whenever I get into an argument with someone, which is like never, so the person I'm obviously talking about is Johnny. Um, at some point, I've, I've just ended up, you know, in a room by myself. I just, I just need space, you know, we just need space. Um, and I don't know about you, but in that time, you know, I'm just, I'm replaying the argument in my mind and I'm thinking, oh, this is a really good comeback. I'm going to say this to him later on. However, whilst, you know, whilst fumbling through these thoughts, trying to be a really smart Alec, um, there's always this voice deep, deep, deep down, this feeling that says, just go, say sorry, forgive, sort it out. And also why? Because I love Johnny, but also because I am devoted to God. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 8 says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Now, if you've been in an argument before, which I know most people have, um, you'd know that reacting your way does not guarantee a solution to the problem. And that's why in this verse it says, trust the Lord, lean on his own understanding, follow his ways, because in doing so, we know there's a guarantee in that. It's important in relationships to have this one true devotion to God, because that means you have a one true devotion to forgiveness. There's a guarantee in that. Let's turn our eyes to the screen for clip number four.
Awesome. So in the scene before this, um, I wanted to play it, but it was a bit long. The, you know, these trolls are singing to Anna. You know, they're trying to get advice from them. Um, and they do give some great advice. So I'll read it out here. People make bad choices if they're mad or scared or stressed. Throw a little love their way and you'll bring out their best. Because true love brings out the best. Everyone's a bit of a fixer-upper. Which leads me to point number three. In relationships, be vigilant to care for others. Colossians 3 verse 14 says this, Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Healthy relationships can't exist without love, can't exist outside of love. You know, Olaf says that love is putting someone else's needs before yours. And not as how Anna initially perceived it, um, you know, as true romantic love with with a man. um, Because ultimately, like, in the end, he betrayed her. Um, But then we have this character, Kristoff, who helps Anna. He sacrifices a lot, his time, his sled, which exploded. Um, And then there's Olaf, who says some people are worth melting for. He'll do anything to help Anna. True love is a choice. It's a a decision of will. It's not a feeling in the heart, but it's a commitment from the heart. And I read this somewhere. Love requires a continual act to resist, to not let it go. You get it? Um, But to give. So I ask you, are your relationships loving? Are they unhealthy because you just expect to receive from them? Or rather, is your commitment to love only when it's convenient for you? John 15, 13 says, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Turn your eyes to the screen for the last clip.
the gist everything on freezes it's all good um, my last point to relationships is number four relationships endure peacefully Colossians 3 verse 15 says this and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts for as members of one body you are called to live in peace and always be thankful the key to a healthy relationship is to fixate your eyes um, well your thoughts on and to invite Christ into them. Doing so will invite peace, which we are called to as the body of Christ, just as that verse says. All our relationships need to be Christ-centered, God in the middle. So I ask you, are your relationships Christ-centered? Because when there's chaos, there's war, which leads to brokenness. When there's peace, there's endurance, which leads to unity. Without Jesus, our life is chaotic. But with Jesus, our life has peace. And I want to remind you that that peace was gifted to us through the ultimate sacrifice. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. When we are like Elsa and we just want to do our own thing, just like Anna, Jesus came back for us and sacrificed Himself. Anna said she loves Elsa. Jesus said He loves you. For God so loved. You know, in the Greek, the word for love um, is agape. And agape is love that comes from God, fatherly love. It is unconditional. And in Scripture, God, it says God is love. Love is a part of God's character. It's an outpouring of who He is. And you all know that. And that's why it was so easy for Him to send His Son, Jesus, down to earth to die on the cross for our sins while we were still sinners not after we became good people, but while we were still sinners so we could be forgiven and not continually in this life of false freedom, but to continually live a life of peace. His love is undeserved, gracious and sacrificial. So the key to a healthy relationship is to fixate our thoughts on and invite Christ into them. And because of His sacrifice, we have love. And that because of that, we have peace in our hearts and relationships. So that's it, Frozen by Disney. Um, and I've got a highlight screen of all the points. Um, you can see it, it spells love, just to make it easier for you to remember. Um, Frozen by Disney highlights the importance of relationships and that we as humans, we can't thrive, we can't be who we are called to be outside of that. And you need relationships between you and God and between you and other people. Four points in summary. Number one, live your true identity in Christ. Be authentic. Um, you know, step into your true calling, not just for yourself, but as part of the body. Number two, have a one true devotion to God, because if you have that, you have a one true devotion to forgiveness. Number three, be vigilant to care for others. Love, it's a choice. Choose to love others today. And lastly, is relationships endure peacefully. 
because this leads to unity as we are called to as part of the body of Christ. So invite Christ into your relationships because you're inviting love and you're inviting peace. So to finish, um, if I could just have every head bowed, every eye closed, I would love to give, to have this time to give people the opportunity if you haven't done so before or if you just want to recommit yourself um, to entering into this relationship that I've been talking about with Jesus, loving relationship, um, to accept Him as your Lord and Saviour because He's the Good News Centre Church. Jesus died on the cross for every single one of you so that we could be forgiven of our sins, so that we could turn away from our old life and live in true freedom, that we are gifted because He so gladly sacrificed Himself for us, for God so loved the world. And it's quite simple. If that's you tonight, if you want to give your life to Christ, again, with every head bowed and every eye closed, it's a very important decision that these people have to make. Um, So just for some privacy, just lift your hand. Someone will see you at the back and will say a prayer with you. So if that's you, if you want to commit yourself to this, this life of freedom, this life, this relationship with Christ, just lift your hand. We'll give you a moment to do so. That's awesome. That's so good. And all it, all it is is this. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So again, if that's you, just lift your hand up. I'll give you another opportunity to do so. Awesome. That's great. One person has lifted their hand up tonight. One person has been saved, has received the gift of salvation. And we celebrate that with you. And we'll pray um, this prayer with you now, if everyone can repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Saviour. I want to know you and learn to love others the way you do. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast.